When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Did you know, Dave G, that the NFL actually starts today? The new season? Were you, did you were you aware of this? No, <laughs> no. It's uh, it's Thursday, pal. So, <laughs> yeah, obviously not. Uh, I mean, Troy, wow. <laughs> who would have thought? That Sports guy thought that the NFL started today. Okay. I mean, if, if you want to tell me that the Lions aren't an <laughs> NFL team, that's fine. Oh. Oh, not until see, recently. You, see, you're con- that, that's me being kind, by the way, because I could have made that a Chiefs joke very easily. <laughs> oh, it's the de- today's the day. Today is the, the day. The night. Yes. Yeah. Coming up here on K-Man, in fact, as coverage will follow us tonight here on K-Man. Six o'clock for that coverage getting underway with Mitch and the crew in Kansas City at Arrowhead, where... I haven't gotten a good shot today to know whether they've got the same amount of smoke that we're dealing with. It didn't look like yesterday that they did. That's a great question. But, I mean, air quality, uh, had they tried to play last night, I, I question whether it would have been just downright nasty. Oh, man. And, you know, I didn't think when I heard air quality, we, we get that warning so little here. Right. But I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, and, and as I commented uh, this morning, in a different conversation, I'm used to it. I've been through wildfire season in Colorado how many times? It is nothing. Right. It doesn't mean I like it. doesn't mean that it's good. No, it just means I've been there and and understand that. But uh, yesterday was unreal. It was rough. It was rough. It was rough. So anyway, uh, speaking of rough, good Lord, Woody. Uh Uh-oh. Woody Page is showing his age. Uh, <laughs> that just, haircut's got to go. Yeah, geez. Oh, I'll have to show you the, uh, there are some Nuggets materials from the 70s in Woody. <laughs> Woodrow Page. <laughs> We're in writing for the Denver Post. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Completely sidetracked there. So, yes, we've got the Chiefs and the Lions coming up at tonight. Coverage at 6 here on K-Man. We'll have Manhattan High, by the way, in action at Topeka High over on B1047 tonight. So the Chiefs go into this one. Uh, 
What do you think? I, I went Lions plus four and a half. Ooh. That's a that's a pretty good one. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to pull it out. They're going to. I think that they'll cover those points. I think it'll be a twenty-seven twenty kind of situation. But really headed into this game with so many question marks, man. I uh, the Chiefs really the the off season pretty quiet, and then wham! Right before the yep. season starts, you get a lot of stuff kind of back to back to back. So it'll be tough. Um, who's he throwing? Who's Mahomes throwing to? <laughs> yeah, there, there's the question of the night. Uh, Sky Moore would be one of the parts, For sure. But you, yeah, you don't have in all likelihood Travis Kelsey. No, and I think if you are someone who drafted Jarek McKinnon, like you had to, or he's a utility guy, I think he's going to get a ton of touches. That's tonight. a great point. Yeah, he's going to really play a lot. Yeah, uh, which is interesting because I see a lot of guys on the. Uh, on the side of Isaiah Pacheco having a big night tonight in terms of uh, that they think he'll pick up yards on the ground. Well, without Kelsey, they're going to need someone in the passing game, and McKinnon's the guy, not yeah. Pacheco in that. <laughs> yeah, it shall be interesting, That's for to say the least. There, there is no doubt about that. And, oh, you know, you, you can't go without mentioning, at least on the other sideline, you do have Jared Goff. <laughs> Who, while yes, it's the Detroit Lions, they still went eight and seven last year. Yeah, and or nine and nine eight, and eight. nine yeah. and eight. Yeah, and uh, his statistics not shabby at all, man. The guy can throw. Uh, I think it's really funny that they made that trade with Detroit, and I think Detroit had this idea that Goff is a stand-in bridge kind of guy. We'll get our guy, and kind of like him (laughs) right and they were like we like what we got here and enough to where they didn't spend a high draft pick when they had one on a qb they just they were like no stick with this guy okay here we go jared goff show so that will be the uh show tonight Mm -hmm. and again kickoff is about 7 20 uh nbc by the way has the television side if you want to watch everything that goes on with the banner and all of that taking place tonight but you know you know how this works you mute (laughs) the television you listen to the radio call i I mean honestly Mm -hmm. i've gotten it down to the point where literally i can take my alexa connect it to bluetooth through my surround sound system that's awesome. And switch it from the TV to the Bluetooth receiver. Yeah, I'm a few seconds behind, but I'm already that way anyway because I'm streaming from Hulu Live. And, right. You know, TV antenna? Who's? Oh, wait, Swick's got a TV antenna. Never mind. Uh, that said, I mean, honestly, that's a, that's a fight at, yeah. when you're in a place like Manhattan. I mean, it, it was even a fight where we were in Colorado. It was a fight even to pick up Denver. Huh. You know, third floor apartment was one thing. Being at a ground level, forget about it. You know, that type of of thing. So, uh, you know, for whatever reason, Topeka is a tough draw to try and pick up on an antenna. I think they just say that there's the -the over-the-air stuff is free. Go ahead. Sure. Have your – I don't think – I mean, it's – whatever they have to do in order to get that pumped out – is at the low minimum. Of the, they don't care about that. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Brandon Peoples just let me know, by the way, that the Chiefs theme, Kurt Herman's display of memorabilia, will also be part of tonight's NBC coverage. Right on. So something to keep an eye on. 
That said, all right, so we've got that coming up. Chiefs football tonight, coverage at 6 again. Manhattan High is at Topeka High, that over on B1047 tonight. The Cats, meanwhile, are, well, you know, inside of 48 hours now from the matchup against Troy University on Saturday. Coming up in the show, we will talk with Troy University play-by-play voice Barry McKnight, also former K-State wideout Curry Sexton has his weekly stop with us here, that in our number two on K-Man. Plus, we will touch on, even though the gambling man is on the road, <laughs> we'll make a stop in Vegas for Mitch and get you caught up to date on uh, what we think is going to play out in terms of the weekend's college football action. Don't ask me. <laughs> or me. Ah. Good. This may be why I why you know adding money to the account for uh, betting on tonight had, the other half had to just take place. To, she's oh. like, check out your Mitch in Vegas and tell me you need more money. Baseball was awful last oh, night. Oh no. my god. Oh, it was just brutal. Oh. The NFL season can't get in here soon enough come on, for for, come on. for betters. I mean, honestly. <laughs> um I, I say that, and I kind of joke about that, but uh, just seeing some of the comments from some of the guys that I follow, and they were like, oh, my God, I took it in the shorts last night. <laughs> Jeez, it was a bad night. In the Anyway. So. Ready for Sunday. Yeah, but, for yeah sure. right. Exactly. Something about the NFL and gambling. I don't know why, why it <laughs> plays out that well. So uh, almost like that script that they had, <laughs> that commercial that had had – uh, Keegan Michael Key oh, doing yeah. the uh, script read through with yes. everybody, including Mahomes. <laughs> that that was pretty good. Pretty that good. that was well done. <laughs> uh, also, by the way, we'll we'll touch on a group of Missouri fans are not very happy with some of us in the media. Oh, oh, <laughs> really? If I if I say the name Tim Fitzgerald. And is, will that jog your thought process as to why they might not be happy? Leave them alone. <laughs> and I got dragged into this. Oh, really? I, I got dragged into this. Yeah! Kicking and screaming. So, yes. you know, um, yeah. Can't and, wait. And, and in the thread, get called a bot. I mean, <laughs> you can't be real. Are you kidding me? Do you read what the name says? Things that I do not have, an alternate account on X. Uh, I mean, honestly, for crying out loud, Troy, some people. Troy Coverdale's burner account. Oh, good <laughs> God. The only reason that I would have a burner account is as a backup for when I have to put up with trolls like these clowns <laughs> yeah. and someone winds up getting me banned. Right. That would be the only reason for a backup account. Here I am. Yeah, Hi, you thought you were rid of me? <laughs> oh, and trust me, I've got a few friends that have had to go that route. All right, that said, coming back, we will chat with Troy University play-by-play voice Barry McKnight when we continue, Mitch, with the sit-down with Barry as we continue on the game. I mean, they're just not happy. They're they're not happy people. I, you know, this is spilling over into (laughs) other threads. Like this is, they are very angry about that. (laughs) 
Oh, Mizzou fan. Uh, we've got a whole week yet. What the heck are oh, you? Okay. Boy. Anyway, uh, the matter at hand this week is Troy University. The Cats and Troy getting underway at 11 on Saturday at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. The folks from the Sunbelt Conference and Troy, Alabama, making the trip in to take on K-State in a matchup of 1-0 ball clubs. Mitch sat down with Barry McKnight, their longtime play-by-play voice earlier in the week, to have a chat. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Barry, I would imagine most of the listeners... Have never been to Troy, Alabama. Maybe you've never heard of it, but I've noticed on the roster a lot of your talent is from that area of the state. So, what is Troy, Alabama all about? Well, it, it's funny because you know it's a small school. It's the third smallest town uh, in Division One A football that has a Division One A football team. So, you know, you think it's a small town in a rural area, but where we're situated is, is perfect. We're in we're in Southeast Alabama, which is a great area, southwest Georgia, northwest Florida, all within an hour's drive. So there's always talent around. What the what it has meant, and of course the Atlanta area is not too far away, what it has meant for us is really a, a great amount of talent, you know, for such a small town in a rural area. The, the talent this year, I think is well documented, uh, at least downhill, uh, down here, it has, you know, there, there's a lot of speed. There's a lot of speed on the defensive front. There's uh, a really strong um, run game for this team. A guy named Kamani Vidal is, is a name you're going to hear a lot. Um, he is the nation's leading rusher right now, 248 yards of school record last week, and he could play anywhere. Very strong. Along the defensive front, a lot of speed. A, a, a bandit and named Richard Gibbonor. A defensive end named Javon Solomon. Both of those are all-conference guys, and they both are four, five, four, six, forty-yard dash times, um, and some experience in the secondary. So the talent is there. You know, the 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 twelve-game winning streak for this Troy team is not is not a fluke. Um, they they have deserved to win each of those games. Um, a lot of it depends on the offensive line, which is a little bit retooled from last year's conference championship team with three new starters, and the play of the quarterback, Gunnar Watson, who's a sixth-year guy who has has really played well over the last five or six games, um, and maybe he's turned a corner there. So those are, as far as the talent goes, those are the names 
that you'll probably hear a lot of, and maybe some other guys as well. Well, I got to I got to jump back to last year. I thought, I mean, what a year it was for Troy to go twelve and two. But I was kind of going through some of the numbers and <laughs> just the wins that you won the last eleven games of the season. And I noticed that Troy won five games, not scoring any more than eighteen points. How was that done? Well, it was terrific defense as much as anything. People ask me all the time, man, wasn't that a dream season last year? And the results were, but the narrative of that season was excruciating. Every game came down to the final minute. You win a game by one against Army, and you win by three on about three or four different occasions. Not a bit of it was easy. The offense struggled last year with some injuries, and I think, you know, especially in the second half of the season, Troy's offensive play calling was sort of predicated towards that defense. The defense last year was spectacular, but Troy loses the number one all-time leading tackler in the history of college football and Carlton Marshall and three other seniors from last year's game. There's plenty of talent, just not a lot of guys uh, on the defensive side have done it at the Division One level, and almost none of them have done it at the, at the Division One level against a program like um, like Kansas State. So, you know, a, a lot of really good defensive players last year, some conservative play calling to play towards that defense. But Manhattan on a Saturday morning is a little bit of a different animal than what we've seen over the last little while. Well, Troy's want to know after that win last Saturday against Stephen F. Austin, 48-30, sticking with the defensive side of the football, you know, holding Stephen F. Austin at 3.7 yards per rush is a solid number. 104 in the ground on the night for the Lumberjacks. Four mm-hmm. tackles for loss in the interception. But, you know, coming into the year, you mentioned you, you lose some key guys on the defensive side of the football. But what were the expectations coming into the year about what the defense should be able to do? Well, the defense, one of the things the defense didn't do, and I think a lot of it, as you can imagine, was, you know, Troy played base defense almost all night. They didn't do anything really exotic or or get out of their base sets hardly at all just to kind of save something for for the Wildcats. But the expectation was that they'd be able to get at the quarterback a little bit more. Troy didn't get a sack in the game. They did have the tackles for loss, as you mentioned. And, And for Troy to have a chance in this game, they have got to be able to put pressure on Howard. I don't think there's any 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 doubt about that. Um, but Troy has the, the opportunity to do that. Again, Solomon and Chibinor, there's a really good rush end who may play named T.J. Jackson. Um, and the defensive coordinator, Greg Gasparato, is, he, he's going to take some chances. He's going to do some things a little bit unorthodox because I promise you, prime directive number one defensively is going to have to be put pressure on the quarterback, something Troy didn't do a lot of in week one. The voice of the Troy Trojans, Barry McKnight, is our guest. Moving to the offensive side of the football, you mentioned Kamani Vidal, who I'm really looking forward to watching. Back-to-back weeks, K-State's going to face a a very experienced running back and uh, ran for 248, like you said, last week against Stephen F. Austin, but he was also the leading receiver. Seems like numbers-wise, he keeps getting better with more and more opportunities he gets. Does he have everything that it takes to make a good running back at this level? I don't. I don't see a deficiency. To be quite honest, you know, he is. He's not small. He's just short. He's about five eight. He's a little bit stockier than a than a Deuce Vaughn, uh, and he can he can leg press the gym. Uh, he is extraordinarily strong in the legs. He is, uh, like you mentioned, he's a good receiver. He was fourth on the team last year in catches, and they want to swing it out to him in the passing game um, in space, but also the intangibles. He is a truly great 
kid. Just a, you know, first one in the locker room, last one to leave, kind of a quiet leader with all the intangibles you could want. John Sumrall has said he has never enjoyed coaching anybody, or he has never had anybody that's been easier to coach than Kimani Vidal. So total package, if you ask me, the intangibles, the strength, the durability, and the versatility to also be a factor in the pass game. Troy uses him in a lot of different ways and depends on him a bunch. You mentioned your quarterback in Gunnar Watson. He's an old man, six-year guy who threw for 419 uh, against the Lumberjacks and four touchdowns, had a pick there as well. But you know, 2,800 yards last year and 14 touchdowns, but one blemish there was the 12 mm-hmm. interceptions. I mean, if you take away the interceptions, is he a pretty solid quarterback? He is. You know, he's he's gotten so much better in the decision-making. Last year, you know, maybe trying to depress a little bit too much. He's been a six-year guy, but he's only been a starter for three, and it seems like in his career he's always had to battle for his job. This year it's his. There's no question about it. He has done a lot of... Uh, of work in the off season to get ready for his last go around. And, you know, he's got a, he's got a good, not a great arm. He's got good, not great speed. But as coach Sumrall told me what he's got more than any of the other quarterbacks in the room, as he has got the team, he's, he's, he's very tough. He's very much a leader. He's very gritty. And the players have won a championship behind him and they believe in him totally. And so that, that counts for a lot as well for Gunnar Watson. Now, on the sticking with the offensive side of the football, I knew they're you know, heading into the year some questions at wide receiver, but also at offensive line. And, and watching that game against Stephen F. Austin when I watched it, you know, the mm-hmm. offensive line, there were what three or four fumbles in that game, and the offensive line kind of gave up some easy rushes for that opposing defense and able to light up Vidal with the fumble and then Watson with the fumble. Mm-hmm. And also giving up 46 sacks last year. Is that a big concern heading into this K State game, the protection of the offensive line? It is, because last year, and Coach Summerall's first year last year was really kind of a, a wholesale change in offensive philosophy. It had been a spread them out and, and hurry up offense before under Chip Lindsey. Last year, a lot more physical, a lot more run blocking. They had experience in the offensive line last year, um, but they were doing different things and different techniques and all. This year, you know, three of the guys are gone, including the starting center, who's now you know, on the squad with the New England Patriots, Jake Andrews. So, so much of offensive line play these days is sort of like fingers in a glove. You know, you've got to have communication along that line. There's a brand-new center, a transfer from Oklahoma State named Eli Rust, and, you know, that's kind of a work in progress, to be honest. There's talent there, and there's some experience there, to be sure. But communications-wise, yeah, that was uh, something that certainly uh, could be coached up, shall we say, in the week leading into the trip to Kansas State. Well, Barry, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And before we wrap up, I it's my goal in life to make it to every FBS stadium at some point and visit every FBS town. We talked earlier a little bit about you know what Troy, Alabama is all about, but does Troy have that one restaurant where you have to get this one particular item? Well, there are a couple, but there is one. I'm I'm a food guy myself. Mm-hmm. There is one particular thing. If you ever come down to Troy, obviously you got to have barbecue. You got to have Southern barbecue. None of this coleslaw on top of it, or none of this, you know, the um, you know, the super spicy stuff. You got to have barbecue. There's a place down here called Hooks, and if you get the ribs and you tell them Barry sent you. You won't forget them. I promise. Does that Barry name drop also get you a twenty percent discount or anything? 
Uh, maybe it'll get you a seat a little bit quicker, but okay. monetarily it has never helped me out at all. Well, Barry, you just checked a lot of boxes for me. Good barbecue, good ribs, I'm all about it. Someday I'm going to make it down to Troy, Alabama for some football and some barbecue. But Barry, really appreciate your time. It was a pleasure talking to you, and safe travels to the Little Apple. Thanks very much. We're looking forward to it. Can't begin to tell you how much. It's going to be a great game. Barry, I would imagine most of the listeners, whoops, says uh, that... Would you know something said on repeat? Nonetheless, uh, that is Barry McKnight. Uh, by the way, a Jeopardy contestant in his own right at one point. Whoa! Yes, uh, had a little success. Not right. great success. Bought a little barbecue that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, winning in Jeopardy will buy you a little bit of barbecue. Just a little. Just a little. Anyway, Barry's the play-by-play voice for the uh, Trojans. He has seen a number of coaching changes with that program. When you think through, really, the last 15 years with Troy – and where they have progressed, the number of different coaches that they have had come through there uh, really is striking. And guys that have used that as a step up uh, in in so many ways, uh, Neil Brown at West Virginia was actually Troy's coach two stints ago in terms of who Troy had as head coach. Wow. It hasn't panned out yet at West Virginia, but he had a brief bit of about three years worth of success there at Troy and parlayed it into getting the Mountaineers job. So it it has been a stepping stone. By no means, though, have they struggled through that. Uh, Barry mentioned that their center from a year ago is on the Patriots roster. There have been a number of players that have come through in the last 15 years at Troy that have made NFL rosters and have been solid performers. So Really good. Uh, yeah, really good players. And when you look at that, uh, that is a program really in many ways that is a sleeper given Bama and Auburn taking up most of the breathing air in uh, in that state, but Troy has done a nice job carving out their niche. I remember that DeMarcus Ware era yes. Um, yes. Troy football team. They, I, I cannot for the life of me remember, and I know, cool story, bro, but <laughs> there, there was someone that they beat um, early on in that era that was a top five or something. Like, they went and took someone down, I remember, and I, I remember thinking, like, Man, just glad we're not mixing it up with Troy. It just sounds right. like a tough team to get up for because you think they're small, whatever, it's fine. And then they come bringing in the athletes and start throwing throwing you around a little bit. Um, and I think Saturday, I, I agree with Barry, It's this is going to be a good game. This will be a good game. It's, it won't be a blowout by any means. They're going to come ready to play. They're, they, absolutely. I know. don't think they're intimidated whatsoever coming into Manhattan. They're not. I think... K-State's ready. I think they know what's right in front of them. And I know that they're uh, last year, there's enough guys from last year's team that's like, look, we have to be locked in every game. There, we we don't have that ability to go in and out of the word on that, that switch. That switch has to be on from the time it, the whistle blows until we're done. Again, it's an 11 o'clock kick on Saturday. Powercat Game Day begins coverage here on K-Man that morning and on 101.5 K-Rock at 7 o'clock. When we continue, he's been pouring over the tout sheets. Dave G and I, not so much. We will get Mitch in Vegas kicked off next as we continue on the game. 
How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head? Dino, sing it! <laughs> you know, you go out to Vegas and you see all the lights and the, you guess the people and the pretty gals and everybody's excited. And then you see that guy, he's down and out and he's got his head buried in his hands. He's Maybe he's got a cold one kind of knocked over on his side. He's got the, you know, his clothes are a little disheveled. He's looking a little worse for the wear, a little battered and beaten. That's me right now. <laughs> I have never, ever, oh. just, like, this is how it works. Woof. If I'm picking games, I'm usually, really, like, pretty decent, but it's when I bet on games, I get murdered. I can't pick a winner to save my life. Um, last week, Oof. you, me, and the people were all of 2 and 16. Ugh. Mitch smoked us all. He went three and three last week. <laughs> There's a reason why the segment is called Mitch That's in right. Vegas. The prognosticator of prognosticators. Yes, there we go. Exactly. He'll be soon to be heard on Sports Grid Radio. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, so Mitch comes into the weekend at six and six after two weeks worth of action. I'm three and nine. I am one of the people. Yes. Who are also three and nine. DG missed every single game last week. I can't believe that. One and 11 Ugh. on the season That's after brutal. an 0 and 6 weekend that last is weekend. Brutal, dude. That is harsh. About one of the weeks I've had point, you know, playing a little baseball. I'm telling so, you, man. You know, I'm t- you know. I'm a, I expect this from DraftKings. When I'm just picking games, I expect to win one here or there. I couldn't believe. Huh. I, I, I like the the West Virginia Penn, Penn State that I actually ended up helping me um, on DraftKings, um, but that one was just a mess. And then there was the uh, another one that we had. Oh, the Clemson Duke. Give me a oh. break, dude. Yes. God. Yeah, that that one. I actually made a little bit on that one because I took a plus on the on the Dukey side. Nice. Which wound up being a very smart pick. Yeah. Creamed them. Absolutely Whew. brutal. Uh if you were trying to bet on Clemson. So, that said, uh we do not have access to the people's picks. Because, oh, yeah, of course, right. Mitch sets it as a poll, and, well, I don't run his account. <laughs> so uh, you will have to stay with us to find out how the people do. The recap, of course, coming next week. But people, you, me, mm-hmm. yeah, I see you working. We, we've got to be better. we got to be better this week. I hope you guys go down. <laughs> <laughs> One in a lot. All right. So, uh, K-State hosting Troy Saturday at 11 o'clock. 16 and a half is the spread on this ball game. Mitch picking the Wildcats with those points. I'm going to go with Mitch. I'll lay points at home. Um, I think the Cats, I think it'll be a, like, I, I think we're going to, 
you know what? I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to say the I'm laying the points, cats, <laughs> at home. 16 and a half. I, whatever I say is going to end up the opposite of it, so whatever. That's not great analysis. No, you know it's that. not. It's really not. I have an idea in my head of how this game is going to turn out, and I'm just going to go with that. We're going to take the... We're going as a little family. I'm going to watch this there you go. unfold how I don't think it's going to unfold. So whatever. Let me put it this way. As much as I would like to go with the school that shares my name, <laughs> uh, I'm also smart about this and recognize that, yes, uh, it's a K-State home game. Defense does concern me for Troy coming into this one uh, after what they did give up last week against Sam Houston. And uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm with you in uh, in taking that uh, pick. 16 and a half is a pretty solid line for the Wildcats. Yes. This one is a surprising line to me. Colorado hosting Nebraska. Also an 11 o'clock kickoff on the Big Fox on Saturday morning. The Huskers visiting Boulder. As a three-point dog. Originally, by the way, ahead of last week's game, it was Nebraska that was as the favorite. As much as seven points going in. Wow. And then Colorado absolutely destroyed TCU last week, which is one of the reasons why, yes, we all suffered last week, (laughs) save for Mitch. Three points uh, for Colorado. I have trouble putting myself into the mindset for either of these teams right now. One game is a tough read with new coaches in both places. Mm -hmm. But given that it's in Boulder, I'm going to go ahead and take Colorado on that three line and say buffs. I really like this line. I'm so happy. You know, the 20 and a half. Sure. You know, was, was like, oh, God. But three, yeah, I'm gonna take them too. What a, uh, what a, that's a heck of a opening two weeks for Nebraska. On yes. the road at Minnesota, the the first week you're in a, a league game already or conference game already. Yes. And then you travel to Colorado to face the the team everyone's talking about with their all to do their all American all everything guy Travis Hunter and the entire Sanders family. I'm going to take Colorado as well, uh, giving up three points. It could be another 48-45-er, but I don't really know if Nebraska has the firepower to stand with uh, Colorado. Yeah, I think that that's a tremendous point right there uh, in that Nebraska struggled offensively against Minnesota the other night as evidenced by the fact that they wind up giving the ball back two times late in that ball game against the Goofers. So, yeah, that that makes it a very tough call on Nebraska's part. Does defense win the day or does offense win the day? And right now you have to lean towards Colorado in that one. Number 22, Ole Miss laying 7.5 at 24th-ranked Tulane. It's a 2.30 kickoff on ESPN2 on Saturday afternoon. Tulane at home as the favorite. I take that back, excuse me, as the underdog at 7.5 on their own field. Getting points at home. I don't know if you saw this. Did you watch any of their game with South Alabama? Did you check out that at all? I did not. So um, their quarterback got a little dinged up there at the end. Okay. He actually um, was hobbling 
quite a bit, and they didn't yank him. They kept him in for the the, the remainder of the the game, which I I think it was a couple drives, but he was banged up and he took some shots in that game. I'm gonna take Tulane. I'm gonna say uh, give me the points at home against an Ole Miss team that I'm just not. I don't know. I know they're good, but eh. Lane Kiffin tends to have something up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Um, but I'm with you. This is a strange one to me in that it is that much of a spread for a Tulane home game. They're good. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make it my wild card. I'm going to go with Ole Miss just because uh, I've got that feeling that Lane Kiffin is going to come up with a trick. Right. And who knows? They might go down there and spank them. Who knows? You know? uh, by the way, Mitch thus far, K-State, Colorado, Tulane are his picks. Mm-hmm. Iowa at Iowa State, 2.30 on Fox. This one should honestly have no line, given the troubles that each of them have had with their betting players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a Iowa by four line. <laughs> Iowa minus four. <laughs> I'm scared it's going to be three nothing. <laughs> I'm really nervous. I- I'm going to take Iowa giving up the four points, but like I said, I- I'm honestly nervous. It's going to be Iowa. Uh, it's going to be three to two the end of this thing, but or, or three nothing. But whatever. Iowa giving up four. Iowa's offense, by the way, already behind the eight ball in one aspect. Did you know that Brian Ferentz's contract this year states that they have to score 25 a game? No. They scored 24 in the opener, so he's already behind one point. Okay, anyway. Um, I'm going to go Ah. ahead and call that one as Iowa as well. The fact that Hunter Deckers is not there for Iowa State plays a big role in my pick on that. Iowa is also Mitch's pick. Number 15, Oregon, laying six and a half at Texas Tech. Six o'clock on Fox. I th- This is an easy one for me. Oregon is going to roll. They put, I know that, I know Portland State is a tiny school and everything, but they put 70 something on them. I mean, just crushed them. Yeah, Barney Ball did not uh, show the other night. Uh, so Oregon giving up six and a half. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go with you on that. You know, Texas Tech looked okay for its opener, but Oregon as a Heisman candidate at quarterback yeah. right now. And I, I think that that plays a big role. Mitch, this is his wild card this week. He's going with Tech. Mm-hmm. And the game of the night, I guess, <laughs> number four, Alabama. Seven point favorite over number 11, Texas. And this is in this is in Alabama. This is at Alabama, Bryant, six o'clock kickoff on Espen. Bryant Denny, um, you know, like seven points. You just think about, I, like, I think Texas brings their A game. I think that they're high. They're going to be hyped up for this game more than any other one on the schedule. But Alabama, I think, you know, for all the talk that people already putting the dirt on them, you know, uh, as far as like the dynasty's over, all that stuff. I think they are. An incredible program, obviously, and I think they're going to spank Texas on Saturday. I think Alabama rolls. I will lay the points at home. Alabama's going to do it. I think that they're hungry to do that to Texas, and I continue to be suspicious of Texas. Yeah, 
that's where I step in on this because for crying out loud, how many times the the, the two storylines are actually very consistent with what we've heard for how many different years in college football. Every time that Alabama suffers a loss, people say that they're done, that the that the run is over, that the dynasty isn't going to continue. Uh And every year, what do we get out of Texas? We're back! (laughs) That's a Bama win right there, honestly. I mean, the storyline plays perfect for Alabama because, well, both teams have tended to play opposite of what the storyline is has been over the years. Mm-hmm. Mitch's pick is also Bama going into that matchup. So, that's our Mitch in Vegas for the week. I did not go with any wild cards. I am in no position to even play a wild card. You can have all the wild cards, Troy. I'm going <laughs> to stay safe. I'm going to play it safe. Okay? I am done. At least safer than what an Iowa or Iowa State football player did. <laughs> Oh, that's awful of me, I know. I'm such a bad man. We start next hour talking with Curry Sexton, the former cat wide receiver, to join us also next hour. Yeah, we'll hit on a special ST, uh, SOTD today. Have a little fun. And Mizzou fans just don't like talking about K-State coming in and selling out their stadium. They're coming after you.